Hey, what's up guys? Thank you for joining me today. My name is Dr. Tom LeHue and this is my channel all about the Enneagram. Um, we are going to be looking at type 8 today and uh, we're going to be looking at the blind spots of type 8. So if you are a type 8, thank you for joining me. And if you are uh, maybe just investigating more about uh, each type or maybe you have a family member or a friend that is a type 8 and you're trying to figure out um, more about them and more about why they do what they do, um, I hope this video is helpful to you. In the description below is a link to my website, tomlahue.com, and uh, you can book coaching appointments there if, uh, if you're interested in something like that and learning more about yourself, learning more about your type or how to uh, be a healthier you. And uh, I'd love to hear from you. Uh, thanks to my patrons. I really appreciate your support for this channel. And uh, so let's get started. Today we're going to be looking at uh, uh, Beatrice Chestnut's book on leadership and uh, going to be looking at the points that she makes about the blind spots for type 8 and, uh, and thinking about those a little bit. Of course, 8s are very uh, strong-minded people that uh, are called the challengers. They are protectors. They're, um, the focus of their attention may go to uh, uh, pushing the vulnerability within themselves away and being strong and being um, in control of their environment and in control of their space. Um, they may come across as uh, very confident people, very bold, action-oriented people. Um, sometimes they might be a little more laid back, um, uh, but um, eights are um, known to be a strong uh, type, okay? so. <clears throat> that's nothing to be ashamed of. That's a good thing. I mean, we need strong people. We need people that are action-oriented, that are willing to take a risk and willing to step out and move to action. But there may be some blind spots that uh, you may not see in yourselves that uh, would be helpful for you to realize were there because you might mitigate some of the uh, um, problems that might result from some of those blind spots. Uh, in terms of how you relate to others, in terms of how other people interact with you, there may be some things that people see in you that you don't see in yourself, which ultimately is what a blind spot is. Other people may perceive you in ways that you're not, um, not aware of or don't necessarily make sense to you. So let's look at these blind spots today and let's talk about type 8. Uh, number one is your own vulnerability. Uh, your own vulnerability can be... Um, a, a blind spot for you. Uh, you may deny those feelings because they feel uncomfortable. It feels uncomfortable to to be indecisive, for example. It feels like weakness. It feels uncomfortable to uh, think about um, how you could be manipulated or victimized or um, how others could get advantage of you or take advantage of you. And um, you may go blind not want to see your own uh, vulnerability. And all of us are vulnerable at times. All of us, um, you know, when you're in a bus or you're in a plane, you're, you're completely, um, uh, your environment is being completely controlled by somebody else. And to deny your own vulnerability doesn't make it go away. Um, you know, eights want to be truth and justice warriors. Well, the truth is, that at times you are vulnerable. People can take advantage of you. People could hurt you. People could get the best of you. And how can you, on the one hand, say that you really care about the truth, while on the other hand, denying the truth that 
at times uh, you are vulnerable. Um, and so I think it could be helpful for you to not ignore your weaknesses, but to acknowledge your weaknesses and realize this, that your vulnerabilities, your, uh, your let's say, indecision or your sense or feeling of helplessness at times, these are things that could actually draw people closer to you, that show everybody your humanness, that show everybody that you are you know, made of flesh and blood just like they are. And it may be something that feels repulsive to you, but other people might actually connect with you uh, in more profound, more realistic ways when you let yourself demonstrate your softer side. Let's just say that, say it that way. Um, it makes you more approachable to others. So vulnerability can be a good thing. Of course, nobody wants to be somebody else's patsy or somebody else's, you know, punching bag. Um, I get that, but um, being vulnerable is not anything necessarily that you need to avoid a hundred percent of the time. Okay. Um, and remember, I have an eight wing. I, it's my less dominant wing, but I go there at times. And so I, and of course I have an eight daughter and I was just thinking about so many characters that I love from movies and TV shows that are eights. I was watching a movie a while back with Danny DeVito in it and, and uh, that little guy is an eight, you know? I mean, uh, uh, just watch any of his movies. Um, I watched uh, a movie with Denzel Washington a while back. I think it was maybe, um, I forget the name of it, but it's one of those get even movies um and um you know like charles bronson is another eight um those movies where you know everybody is against you and you've been de dealt a wrong hand and so you're just going to get even uh get the bad guys the whole movie um i can't remember the name of that movie but um you know i mean these guys are eights and uh, you can see it um by watching movies that they're in the way they respond to life the way they respond to things I think Queen Latifah is another eight. All right, so um, um, let's look at the uh, number two. The value of slowing down and thinking things through. Okay, that can be a blind spot for eights. Eights want to move to action. Action feels like power. Power feels better than indecision, helplessness. And so eights uh, may at times move to action a little too quickly without really thinking things through. Um, without thinking about how, you know, what will the results come from this action? What are the potential results? How could this affect other people? That isn't necessarily going to be the focus of their attention. The focus of their attention is going to be on let's move, let's do something, let's not sit around here and wait, you know, helplessly for somebody else to act. Let's get the keys, let's go to the truck, let's go, let's move to action. And, you know, this often makes you um, a leader. Uh, among the people that you work with because you're not afraid to take action. You're not afraid to move forward. Um, next is uh, your impact on others. This could be another blind spot for eights, their impact on others. Eights aren't necessarily focusing their attention on how their actions are going to impact others. Others may not be in their thoughts at all. It's just, I, <clears throat> I think it's more like I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to go get what I want. I'm going to go make something happen. I'm going to go take this action and move this move this ball forward and then later you know they might realize that their actions have an effect on others but others aren't necessarily the focus of the attention at the time um, eights may be unaware it may be a blind spot for them to realize how their actions are affecting others or how they're coming across to others uh, the focus of their attention 
um, might be on doing what they want to do rather than on how will my actions impact and affect the people around me and the people that are close to me. Am I leaving people out, for example? Maybe you're moving forward in action because you don't want to sit there idly uh, waiting for somebody else and um, you may not realize that your action to move might be leaving other people behind. I was reading a book the other day and it said that every eight has that moment in their life when they kind of, uh, whatever young age, when they just kind of said, you know, screw it. Um, I'm going to move forward. Screw it. I'm going to do what, and they didn't say it that way. They said it in a much more, uh, <clears throat> much more uh, colorful way. But that moment where it was just kind of like, forget this, you know, I, I'm not waiting on somebody else to, uh, to march in here and, and uh, show me what to do. I'm just going to step forward. I'm just going to take action. And if you're an eight, you probably can remember those times when you were a little kid or a toddler when uh, you just uh, decided, I'm not waiting for mom and dad to say it's okay. I'm not waiting for you know, the other kids to, it's just, boom, I'm just going to do this. I'm going to step forward. Um, Okay, so let's look at the next uh, listed here. Next blind spot is may they may be blind <clears throat> to how much force is actually necessary to get the job done. Um, Aids might overcompensate uh, and use more force than is needed, or more volume than is needed, or more action than is needed in order to get the job done. Um, maybe the first impulse is to hit the gas, you know, all the way and uh, squeeze a little too hard. And maybe you don't need to squeeze that hard. Maybe the softer touch might be all that is necessary. And really, that's a good move for an eight to, to consider, you know, the soft touch, the vulnerable soft touch that sometimes the soft touch, you know, can be far more effective in working with people than, you know, putting the hammer down or putting the thumb down on somebody. Uh, you might think, well, they deserve it. You know, they're incompetent. They deserve it. They need to be called out. They need to be challenged. <clears throat> well, maybe the first question you might ask is, are you the one that needs to do that? Maybe you're not. Maybe you're not. Maybe this isn't the right time to do that. Maybe this isn't the right environment to call them out. Maybe the soft touch could be more effective. You know, remember, an eight has two wings, right? And those two wings tell you a lot about your blind spots. You know, those two wings, the seven and the nine, really tell you as an eight what would balance you as a person. You know, the seven would say things to you like, you know, maybe there's a new way of doing this. Um, maybe you could lighten up. Maybe you could take a pie in the face and laugh at yourself. Maybe this isn't such a big deal. Maybe, uh, maybe um, you don't need to take things so seriously. Maybe you could, um, you know, act more like a child and less like a, a grown-up. The nine would say things to you like, maybe this isn't your place to speak up. Maybe you don't need to say anything. Maybe you could relax. Maybe you could do nothing. Maybe nothing is a great solution. <clears throat> maybe you could try to get somebody else's perspective. Maybe you just need to be peaceful and rest. Both of those wings really show you how powerful an aid is because they're both calling you to sort of, you know, relax and calm down and uh, um, lighten up, you know, get a new perspective, get a different perspective, try things in a different way or a new way. Okay, so um, 
sometimes the soft touch is 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 better or you could say it this way <clears throat> just like the seven has to learn that sometimes less is more because sevens you know are gluttons <laughs> so uh sometimes sevens need to learn less is more sometimes with the eight you know the less is more lesson might be less power is more powerful less volume might speak more loudly so less action might make you more effective and that that isn't always true but it's at least considering if you're an eight it's at least considering uh that truth that maybe you come across to others so dominant so powerful so action-oriented so strong-willed that maybe if you could balance that a little bit and get a little softer and a little bit more um um reflective cautious thoughtful um slower that people might start to see that and say wow you know this person really cares about this because ordinarily they're just at volume eight nine they dropped to volume two when they said when they talked about this subject maybe maybe that balance would be a good thing okay all right or maybe that that lower volume might speak louder to people that softer touch might communicate a stronger impact it's interesting think about it all right uh what's this is the last one i think she's got yeah the last one is the a blind spot is how their impulse to protect others is about projecting their vulnerability onto others as a way of addressing it at a distance now this is really interesting to think about is you know as an eight you don't necessarily want to think of yourself as helpless weak able to be taken advantage of i get it i understand so you know the eight is a protector and what she's saying is is that sometimes you might look at other people as being weak and vulnerable and helpless and i need to get bold and big and strong and i need to protect those people as a way of dealing with your own sense of fear your own sense of dread your own sense of anxiety like you're the one that might actually be scared in any given situation but you don't want to feel scared so you say oh well you know my kid is scared and so i've got a and it's not something that's conscious it's something that you know would be subconscious or unconscious to you that you go into like this protective mode to protect this innocent child or to protect this you know unaware person that you're next to but what is it that's really provoking that did they look at you and say mommy i'm scared did they look at you and say mommy please or daddy you know i, I i'm afraid or is this something within you or did you become afraid did you did something in this environment spark that fear in you but it's uncomfortable for you to think about you have that fear so you project that fear onto your child or onto that other person they're the one that's helpless so i need to be bold tough and strong and be ready to fight back this potential threat in order to protect them that's an interesting thought again it's about being in touch with your own feelings uh being in touch with your own vulnerability now i think when eights you know are really healthy and balanced between their wings i think you'll see eights making you feel more courage making you feel bolder and more powerful literally they're empowering you they're they're giving their power to you you pick up their 
power and you know they're saying things to you like look if you're not happy with this you need to send it back you need to go up there and you need to tell them give them a piece of your mind you need to go back into that work and you ought to tell what your boss that you deserve a raise and 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 they're sharing their power and their action and their and <clears throat> their strength with you and i think strong eights are doing that they're 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 not only just controlling their environment but they're helping you get in control of your environment they're helping you realize you know what you're right i i do have a right to show up fully to my own life i do have a right to decide whether i want to work at you know uncle billy's auto parts store or not you're right i do have a right to to decide you know what i want to do with my time and my schedule thank you mr eight thank you mrs eight for reminding me to take responsibility for myself and for my environment. I think when eights are healthy, they, they help all of us remember that we are individual people who need to show up fully to our own space and, and don't be afraid to make our voice known and make our voice heard. I think when eights are unhealthy, then they're just doing that themselves. They're just going overboard in showing you how powerful they are. I think when eights are of low health or, or unhealthy, then they're just, they're just doing whatever it takes to make sure everybody knows that they're not going to be taken advantage of. And so they could, they could be pushing and provoking when there's no need to push or provoke, but they need to feel strong. They need to feel powerful. And so you know, they're punching at straw men, uh, punching at dummies, and might literally be punching at dummies, but punching at dummies, you know, to make themselves feel puffed up and big and strong um, because they may be trying to deal with their own feelings of inferiority, their own feelings of weakness, their own feelings of anxiety. Now, we all bring the very thing we're looking for, you know, uh, in our health, we bring it. Uh, so, eights are looking for this sense of power, control, um, you know, and so that's what they bring. They bring that sense to the rest of us of that, that we can be in control, that we can have power in our own lives. All right. So eights, you know, you guys are awesome. Um, you show us on the Enneagram, they show the rest of us that we need to show up fully and take responsibility for ourselves, that we need to <clears throat> be willing to push back those that might want to take advantage, that we need to protect and defend the powerless um, that we can love altruistically without wanting anything in return. When eights go to two, you know, you see them soften up and love without necessarily wanting any kind of, attach any kinds of sense of worth or value to that. Um, and eights, um, thank you for who you are and for what you do. All right, so I hope this video has been helpful to you. I hope it's been encouraging to you. And uh, eights, be present to life. And present to life means you show up fully, and showing up fully means you don't deny the truth. And the truth is, is all of us, you know, are dependent on one another, and all of us could be taken advantage of, and all of us could be victimized, and uh, all of us have real feelings. Um, and being soft and gentle doesn't make you weak, okay? Being soft and kind and, and even letting others sometimes get the best of you and turning the other cheek uh, can be a very powerful move to make in life. All right, be present to life. See you guys next time.